This is a podcast from Sin. Hey, you're listening to Sunday Sweets with Reese, Jaden, and Patrick today. Now it's on to our Australian feature album of the week, Boat Show, Groundbreaking Masterpiece, and on the line, we have got Ali Flintoff, the vocalist from Bo- Boat Show. Hello, Ali. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. How are you? We're good. We're good. We are good. Yeah. Welcome to Sunday Sweets. Glad to be not there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of not being here, you are actually uh, joining us from Perth or Western Australia. Yeah, yeah. I'm just in Fremantle. Ah, uh, nice. The the better Perth. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like it's like mid afternoon. Is it hot for you guys, or is it a little bit like cold today? There is a hectic thunderstorm happening um, <sighs> right of yes. me right now. Like the full on like tropical storm where it's hot but like heat the lightning, so that's pretty entertaining. That's that's great. I'm jealous. I wish our weather was that interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. I like it. It's a nice change. It's been really hot. Nice. Yeah, so your feature album, Groundbreaking Masterpiece, is uh, our feature album this week, all across sin. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Um really really digging it. I like how it's kind of not I don't know, the track length for me was the thing that I really enjoyed. I know that sounds boring and lame, <laughs> but I was like, these are good. They're not too long and they're not too short. They're just like the right amount of time. Just the right for yeah. attention yeah. span. Legit, though. <laughs> short and fast. and Yeah, short and fast up. and a bit loud. Yeah, pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of your album, there was you had an album launch at Mojo's Bar in Perth on the 2nd of yeah. March. Awesome. Yeah, so that was um, last Thursday. That was really, really cool. We had um, a, a few of our mates play, and that, it was just a really nice night. So I was like, Dr. Puss and Nick Albrook and um, a few of our other mates. Um, it ended up being a really, really cool night, and it was a pretty good turnout, so we were happy with it. It was really good. Did you release a few APs before the... Before the album. Before the album? No, no, no. Um, we've only been a band since, like, October, so... Wow, and you um, already got, I- like, a an LP out, because usually the, it goes like EP, EP, and then an LP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just come out and just release the whole, an LP of... Yeah, yeah, we kind of just, like, recorded, um, I, I, I think I just, I just wrote really, really quickly, like, in that month, and I was like, well, we have ten songs, so let's just record it at our mate's house, and we did, and just in the afternoon, and then it was just very kind of DIY and very fast. <laughs> Yeah, it is, and I was hearing, like, that sort of right girl influence, so do we getting it from that, did you get that sort of vibe from them? From, from them? Yeah, yeah, I, um, uh, definitely, that's, like, super, super influential. Um, they, uh, I was always kind of, um, listening to punk music, well, I've always just been into, like, dream pop, and I've only been into, like, a few kind of punk things, but then, um, I got really into Bikini Kill and the whole right girl scene, and it was just like, oh my god, like, fully opened my eyes to so many things, and I just got so inspired from all that, so, totally gone for that kind of vibe. Yeah, well, the whole DIY thing plays into that real well, doesn't Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And in terms of putting the album together, um... You said it happened quite quickly for you guys. So was it mostly coming from you or as a band are you kind of all working together lyrically? Uh, yeah. yeah, I I write it all. So I um, kind of sit at home and have a, this little shitty little studio kind of set up and just 
do demos and just send them to the girls to learn and then we'll just jam them out. And um, so it, that, I think that's why it happens kind of fast because we don't have we don't spend time jamming the songs out. I kind of just like write them and then we learn them and then we record them kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, just with the songwriting process, there seems to be a lot behind the lyrics, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I didn't didn't even know that it, there was going to be an agenda when I started writing and like I didn't know that there was going to be um, a theme. I guess I just started writing about stuff because um, I've got another band called Dream Rimmy and that um, is like more of a dream pop kind of band where the lyrics aren't important. Yeah, so yeah. like when I started writing lyrics for this band, I, I was like, wow, oh, this is the super therapeutic um, uh, so I started writing about all my experiences and stuff like that, and and yeah, yeah, um, and then it, it all kind of turned out to be a bit of a, a theme, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that you got to follow the dream pop thing that you were said you were interested in as well as the punk. Yeah, yeah, two very different bands. <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds, it's awesome. And considering you've only been around since kind of the end of last year. Have you have you found the response from locals, you know, around WA? Um, it's been overwhelming, like absolutely awesome. Um, I think there's not that many. I mean, in the indie music scene in Perth, there's not really um, that many girl punk bands, I guess. So, um, and it's kind of like a issue that people have been talking about, like like feminism and stuff. Um, it's been, like, really on everyone's radar. So I think it was kind of... I guess the response kind of came with, like, it being timely, I guess. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's it's been awesome. Yeah, I know... I mean, in Melbourne, you know, we have a very... uh, Like, a strong feminist uh, aspect to a lot of our music industry. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of punk bands. We've got a lot of, you know, gender non-conforming people who are doing sick stuff. But you do feel like there's a need to push that more over in WA and really kind of, you know, get that community happening and make it real? Yes, 100%. Um, we've, uh, the manager of Boat Show has started this um, kind of organisation called Safer Venues WA, which is kind of like, I guess, a listen vibe, mm. um, where, because we don't really have that many venues with signs and stuff um, to make sure everyone's safe. So um, everyone's kind of really pushing for that and... Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's very needed over here and, like, lots of the venues are starting to crack, like, um, crack on to work. Like, I, I think, like, three venues in the past week have started putting up signs. So, um, yeah, it's definitely definitely in need and um, I think it's working, so that's good. Yeah, that, that's great. I, I'm, I'm really happy about that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Because I know... Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a real struggle here to kind of uh, get the nightlife industry and especially, uh, like live music industry to kind of get to adopt, you know, things that benefit everyone and things that are inclusive. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we went to Melbourne, we were in Melbourne like um, a couple of weeks ago because um, my band Dream Remy had a tour and Boat Show came and kind of did a few shows at the end of that tour. And um, we couldn't believe how many of the venues had signs. It was amazing. We were, like, taking photos of them and posting it on the little safer venue group and being like, oh, my God, so nice, so good. So, yeah, um, it's, it's really nice to see that that's really happening in Melbourne. Yeah, it's just definitely something that needed to happen. Absolutely. About taking, taking charge of your own space and making space for others within it. 
Yeah. Something about. That's about. Uh, now, I think our favourite jam from It's Sin, I feel like, is your guys' track, Cis White Boy. <laughs> cool. Which does feature this the, the image of some sort of partic- potentially Donald Trump person who's covered. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of us who haven't heard it, kind of, what's the feeling behind that, and how did you how did you decide that that's something you had to write about? Um, I was just kind of sick of guys like there's like a lot of guys. Um, I mean, this kind of it relates to everyone. Like it relates to like seeing you know every kind of scene. There's always some people like that, um, more or less. But um, for me, it was kind of like in the music scene. There's a few guys who. Are, I guess a bit unwoke, and um, they they're um, really threatened by powerful women, and they kind of try and shut you down, or they you just get like we just get treated completely different by some of the guys, and um, I guess it was I guess that's my meaning behind it, but I kind of wrote it for everyone to relate to in their own way, um, but yeah, that's for me. It's just. Um, guys who think they're entitled to things um, just because they've always been given what they wanted and that's what the meaning behind that is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and what's coming up in the future for Boat, Boat Show? Show? Uh, I'm not sure. I guess we're just going to kind of ride this album out and we're going to record another one and I, I guess we're going to do a, a few tours um, and just keep playing shows, I guess. That's awesome. No, no <laughs> Big things so. planned. More East Coast shows. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta be coming to Melbourne quite a bit. Oh, oh as you as you deserve to. <laughs> uh, all right, we have been chatting with Ali Flintoff, who is the the person behind Boat Show. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Say hi thanks to the so band for us. I will. And um, thanks for being our feature album this week. Thanks for having the album as a feature. It's really really nice. This has been a podcast from Sin. Fucked up. Hey. Spoke too Ready? soon. <laughs>